Greetings, friends. I hope you are well, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, this morning we're looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. Today we're looking at Psalm 85 and 86, um, but we're going to primarily focus on 86 this morning. We're also looking at Proverbs 11. So these two psalms are psalms. One is a psalm of for the sons of Korah, and the other one is a prayer of David. And both of them are, re, are calling out for God's intervention, for God's help. It's just something that I feel like is lost, right? Like a lost art. This humility before God, this understanding that God is the only way, the only hope. And real faith that God can and will do something. And that God can and does hear the prayers of those that fear him. My prayer this morning is that these words will pierce your hearts and give you a renewed renewed love for the things of God and cause you to desire to be on your knees before him, seeking him. Let's have a look. Psalm 84, or I'm sorry, Psalm 85 and 86. Uh, I'm not going to give much commentary on 85, and then we'll at eight, when we get to 86 here, they're both very short. So open up your hearts and listen to what the word of God has to say this morning. Psalm 85, a psalm for the sons of Korah. Lord, thou hast been favorable unto thy land. Thou hast brought back the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people. Thou hast covered all their sin, Selah. Thou hast taken away all thy wrath. Thou hast turned thyself from the fierceness of thy anger. Turn us, O God, of our salvation, and cause thy anger toward us to cease. Will thou be angry with us forever? Will thou draw out thy anger to all generations? Will thou not receive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is nigh them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth are met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, 
The Lord shall give that which is good, and our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall set us in the way of his steps. So that's Psalm 85. Let's look at Psalm 86 here. Bow down thy ear. This is a psalm. This is a prayer of David. Bow down thy ear, O Lord. Hear me, for I am poor and needy. Please note that first line is jumping out at me for reasons unknownst to me. What's interesting is I had some software open up on my computer, and it's a uh, logo software. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but on the main page, there's usually like blogs or the, there might be a image of the day or something like that. I'm reading this, and for whatever reason, this is jumping out of me. Bow down thy ear, O Lord. Hear me, for I am poor and needy. I look up, and the image on my computer is a image of Psalm 109, verse 22, which says, For I am poor and needy, and my heart is stricken within me. I am poor and needy, and my heart is stricken within me. And I was reading the little blip from the study that goes with that psalm and it says the psalmist identifies himself as part of the needy people his enemies enjoy harming the psalmist's suffering is both emotional and physical and he begs Yahweh for help and so if we read Psalm 109 starting with verse 21 he says do thou for me O God the Lord for thy name's sake because thy mercy is good Deliver thou me, for I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I am gone like the shadow when it declineth. I am tossed up and down as the locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh faileth of fatness. I became also a reproach unto them. When they looked upon me, they shaked their heads. So that's Psalm 109, 21 through 25. Let's get back to Psalm 86. David is taking a very humble position. He's saying, I'm poor and I'm needy. Have mercy on me, God. Please, like, listen to what I'm saying. He says, bow down your ear and hear me because I'm poor and needy. What's he getting at? David's saying, if you don't listen to my prayer, I'm helpless. There's no hope for me if God will not listen and hear my prayer. It's my only option. It's the only real help I could hope to have. Bow down thy ear, O Lord. Hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou, my God, save thy servant that trustest in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. Rejoice the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto them that call upon thee. 
Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer, and attend to the voice of my supplication. So twice, David is appealing to God to hear his prayer. He's saying, Lord, please, like, I cry out to you every single day. Surely that accounts for something. I trust in you. Surely the Lord God will answer a prayer of that person who actually believes and trusts in him, who cries out to him daily. That's the appeal that David's making to God. Verse 7. In the day of my trouble I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord. Neither are there any works like unto thy works. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. That's more of a prophetic passage there. Right? Like there's a there's a prophetic promise that one day all nations all nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee. Continuing on here. Verse 10. For thou art great and dost wonderful, wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will praise thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy towards me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. O God, the proud are risen against me, and the assemblies of violent men have sought after my soul and have not set thee before them. He's saying there's some people, they're proud, they're arrogant, they've risen up to harm me, and these particular people, they don't bow down before you like I do. Verse 15, But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. O turn unto me and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant and save the son of thy handmaid. Show me a token for good, that they which hate me may see it and be ashamed. Because thou, Lord, hast holpen me and comforted me. And that is Psalm 85 and 86. Let's see if we can get some wisdom to go along with our study today. We're going to look at Proverbs chapter 11. Proverbs 11 is a continuation of the contrasting between righteousness and wickedness. Let's have a look. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, 
but the perverseness of the transgressors shall destroy them. Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness deliver from death. Let me read that again. Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. Listen, when God's judgment comes, and it's not just the end of all things judgment, but just judgment in general, wrath in general, of course, uh, de- this, def- this wisdom definitely encompasses the very end. When that comes, all your money worthless worthless you're not going to be able to buy your way out of eternal damnation you might be able to buy yourself out of jail here in the United States or in other places in the world but you won't be able to pay God with the American dollar riches profit not in the day of wrath what, what delivers but righteousness delivers from death The righteousness, verse 5, of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but transgressors shall be taken in their own naughtiness. When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of unjust men perishes. The righteous is delivered out of trouble, and the wicked cometh in his stead. Listen, there's going to be a correction in this world. Which side are you on? A hypocrite with his mouth destroyeth his neighbor, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. When it goeth well with the righteous, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is shouting. By the blessing of the upright is a city exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He that is void of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. A talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors there is safety. He that is surety for a stranger shall smart for it, and he that hateth stewardship is sure. A gracious woman retaineth honor, and strong men retain riches. The merciful man doth good to his own soul, but he that is cruel troubleth his own flesh. The wicked worketh the deceitful work, but to him that soweth righteousness shall be a sure reward. As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. They that are of a forward heart, a perverse heart, are an abomination to the Lord. But such as are upright in their way are his delight. Though hand join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished. But the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. 
Man, this is a message that the wicked need to hear today and the righteous need to hear. Like, yeah, they're getting away. They're joining hand in hand and they're getting away with every awful thing. The day is coming. And there'll be no way for them to be delivered. But the righteous, those who fear God, they will be delivered. Verse 22, as a jewel of gold in a swine's snout, so is a fair woman, which is without discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is that scattereth, and yet increases, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but it tendeth to poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him, but blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. He that diligently seeketh good procureth favor, but he that seeketh mischief it shall come unto him. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. He that troubleth his own house shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be a servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth, much more than the wicked and the sinner. Well, there you have it, my friends. There's some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and Proverbs to hopefully help you start your week on the right path. I pray that you've been blessed this morning. You've been strengthened and encouraged. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers, much-needed prayers for the podcast. Also, don't forget this podcast is 100% listener-supported. Please consider becoming a monthly Patreon or one-time support through PayPal or the post office box. All that information is up at the website, scriptureandprophecy.com. There's a support and donate tab at the top. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.